With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's the Hive Sports Podcast, bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. Visit us at thehivesports.com. Against Gobert, puts his shoulder down, rolls inside, try to slam it home, and Rudy said, not tonight! John Beck is on the run, he throws behind him, it is, cut for the touchdown! Merrill for the lead, he's got it! Welcome to the RSL Sunday podcast. My name's Connor, I'll be one of your hosts. I'm a Utah native and a lifelong RSL fan. Uh, and I'm super excited to bring you guys some RSL coverage this season. What's up, guys? My name is Marcos. I'm a Utah native also. i um, just been born and bled, bleeding the Clarion Cobalt. I'm, I'm excited to, to share some RSL content with you guys. And I'm the last host. My name's Royce, or I go by Headband Royce on Twitter. And, yeah, just beyond excited to do a podcast for you guys. Been an RSL fan my whole life, obviously. So let's get into it. Yeah, one of the first things we uh, wanted to talk about is uh, our new signing, uh, Mr. Andres Gomez. Um, it is our club's most expensive signing, which is big news. Obviously, we're going to be expecting a lot out of that. Um, what are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, um, he, he's a young player, so still still has lots of lots of time. Um so I'm I'm excited to see some some young talent. Um, huge huge record deal signing, four million it looks like. Um, something that caught my attention that it's kind of hazy was was the was how many goals he scored in the number of minutes though. Yeah, it is it is a little nervy when it's like your club record signing and the stats aren't necessarily popping off the board at you. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes it's. Sometimes some of those things we have to take as a grain of salt with the MLS. Sometimes those stats transfer over differently. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm I'm super excited. I think we're also good at developing youth and putting putting faith in them. Um, I know Royce, being that you went on a Colombian mission, I know you're super excited for him. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I'm beyond excited. Um, I mean, he's 20 years old. He's super young. Um, he's exciting to watch if you've seen his highlights. He scored some bangers already, <laughs> but um, I've talked to a few locals there that have seen him play a bunch uh, for the younger national team or just against their club teams, and they think he has lots of potential. Uh, they thought he had a down season last year, but looked a lot more promising the year before that. So we probably swooped in at just the right time to buy him while was Market's low potentially, and hopefully we can hit on this. And most excitingly for me is that it's a long-term deal for one of these big transfers. Usually it's a two- or three-year deal or something, but he's inked up until 2027 and then as a player option. So I'm hyped, to say yeah. the least. Yeah, we, just, we, we, got him, we got him at the right time. 
And supposedly there, there's rumors that he, he'll be getting here Thursday or Friday next week. So it's just enough time right before like middle of preseason for us. Yeah, get some good training in with the squad before the season starts. And even if he did maybe have a little bit of a down year last year, sometimes, especially with soccer players, a lot of it is so much with like confidence for a forward um, and a club making their most expensive signing ever and buying you and bringing you to the U.S. It's got to be a little bit of a confidence boost, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully he can get the, hit the ground running for us. We're definitely going to need some goals out of him. Absolutely. And let's give some yeah. props to Ryan Smith, honestly, already swooping in under yeah. two years in, breaking the record deal. Hopefully this is a sign of things to come and just a few other little things they're doing to the club that I'm honestly liking so far. Yeah, well, 100%. The group, the group that he's like, that also bought the club with Ryan Smith, um, they also own Crystal Palace, which is a team in England. And a couple other like European squads. I think like another team in like Germany as well. So they definitely mm-hmm. know what they're doing, which is exciting. Getting some people who have some like some real soccer knowledge and how to run a successful club. I mean, Crystal Palace has been a well-established club that's been there for a long time now. So it'll be exciting to get some some of that some of their insight being put into our team. Yeah, and then with the, the this big signing. Um, we just lost another striker, uh, Bobby Wood, who just went off to New England Revolution. Uh, he was injured mostly all last season, but what are you guys' thoughts on the departure of, of Bobby Wood? I, it's it's tough, you know. Uh, it's another one of those guys where I think when he was brought in, we were all super excited and deserve, or rightfully so, we were excited. He used to be on the national team. He used to be watching score goals for the U.S. in, in Europe. Um, came in, he had a bright start, a few couple games. Um, then I think he, he got sick and he just had some bad injury luck. And it just, it, it feels like we never really got a true taste of what it could have been, which is a little mm-hmm. tough, but that's just business at the end of the day. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, honestly, I th- just add him to the list of new signings we make that can never play more or a full 90 minute match for like the past five years. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's going to have a good career over there in new England because he's going to have another striker with Josie Altidore. So, so some, some great, some great strikers over there. Yeah. And I think that is something that sometimes RSL doesn't have the luxury of his squad depth. Um, A lot of Mm -hmm. these teams around the league have a lot more depth and just quality players at each position to challenge each other and bring the best out of each other. And I think sometimes with RSL, we just can't provide that. Yeah, 100%. Um, another so, yeah, going we... though, um, Aaron Herrera, leaving the club, going to Montreal. That stings. He's RSL man through and through, I thought. I thought he was going to be here for forever. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that? This one was honestly a surprise because he was came through the academy just like with uh, Jay Glad, um. So he he had his loyalty to the Claren Cobalt, um. So he was one of the the best players in his his position his position in my my opinion in the MLS. So very surprising. Yeah, it's weird. I was shocked too. Um, I mean, to be honest, last year was probably one of his worst years for us, but. Mm-hmm. Besides the fact that he scored 
one of the greatest goals in Rio Tinto <laughs> history from that <laughs> field. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it kind of seemed like he was unsettled the past year and a half maybe. And I don't know. Maybe he didn't like the direction we were going in or something. But hopefully we can turn that pick into something and use the cash for something better, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. that really thins us out at left and right back now. And just be interesting how we cope with that throughout the season. Yeah, and with the, the loss of Herrera going to Montreal, we re-signed Eric Holt, which has a lot of fans in, in puzzled and wondering why. Yeah. I'm just definitely. glad Nick Beasler's gone, honestly. That made me happy, so... <laughs> Yeah, for well, sure. It's it's. I think sometimes it, it is a little telling about some of the depth pieces we did have, like guys like Tate Schmidt, who we let go, hasn't even been signed yet. He's still a free agent. It's like, dang, those are the guys who used to be our go tos off the bench, and no yeah, one else. Currently, yeah, currently Tate Schmidt, I, I saw is playing with the uh, Seattle Sounders with their oh, squad just for oh, for, for, for preseason. I was thinking he was a free agent. Yeah, I think I think he was, but I don't think he's been signed. But right now he's just with oh, like their, just their kind pre- of doing like a training with them. Yeah, with their preseason team. But yeah, just I think this is a good stage for us bringing in all these young guys. Hopefully, we can keep that trend up um, with these investments. It's nice when you're investing that money into youth and guys that can maybe be here for a couple years and just continue getting better. Sometimes it's a little tough buying guys when they're at the peaks of their careers and just going downhill maybe every year we're after them. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Honestly. And then another key departure was Sergio Cordova. I mean, his loan ended and we didn't resign him, which I think is fine. Uh, last season, he kind of just worked out to be a filler for when Krylock was out and he was honestly solid. He had some good games where he'd score a couple goals and you'd be like, dang, he's the complete striker. He had some pretty good playmaking at times. Then other times he couldn't dribble or just wouldn't show up in the game at all. But mm-hmm. I was, yeah. yeah, that worked out for me. I'm not half, sad, sad or happy that he's gone, but just got to move on from that and that really thins us out at striker now. So Yeah, yeah like like Cordova had, had his moments, but I just wasn't a fan of him per se, but I'm excited for, for things to come with, with our, our young guys that we have. Yeah, I'm really – one thing I'm really hoping for out of this season is um, for us to see some minutes out of Axel Kai. Um, he's yeah. one of the guys that I think all RSL fans are buzzing about, rightfully so. He looks like the real deal. Um, me and uh, Royce were actually at the – Monarchs versus Chelsea under 23 game that they had this summer um, at the Rio Tinto and he was playing and he he made his presence felt you really could see like that he was the type of guy who was dictating the game for the Monarchs and anything positive that was coming out of the game was going through him um, he really made his presence felt and like just watching him in that game it made me super excited about the future for him and what RSL can possibly get out of him no, absolutely. Yeah, and with with, with the and young we... talent that we have, oh, sorry, sorry about that, Royce. No, go for it. Yeah, with with the young talent that we have that we signed so far, is in like our big acquisition, and then all the rookies that we've signed, the gun in the draft. What, what what other players? What position do you think that we're still missing? Uh, I think definitely like the ones we brought up. So like, yeah, up top we have our number nine that we need. Um, 
And then, honestly, it probably goes down to defense. Uh, we're pretty thin on all sides. Depends how much longer Marcelo Silva has with us, if he can produce starting quality for a couple more years or not. But he's getting old. Yeah, um, he's 33 now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Justin Glad's honestly the rock, and then Brody with potential, honestly. But other than that. We did bring in um, Danny Musovsky from LAFC. Not like a huge big name signing, but a, a little bit of forward depth that I think will at least be needed for the moment before we get anything figured out on what we're doing up top. Yeah, I I think we need to be like a, a number nine because who knows how long we, we have for Merrim because Merrim's another one that's getting kind of old. So mm-hmm. somebody to just fill that void with like Merrim and and – Saverino and Ruiz, just that middle yeah. middle area. Yeah, you know it'll be it'll be super interesting. One guy I'm I'm super excited to continue watching the development of is Pablo Ruiz. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he just dictates the midfield so well, and so much of what RSL like how we play, I feel like comes down to if he's playing good, uh, if he's having a good game, we just play so much better and look so much better as a team. He, he's a good playmaker. He just sees the field so well. So I'm be able to start working again. Do, do you feel like this coming season? I'm sorry. It kind, of, it kind of lagged out for me there. I didn't hear what your question Extra was. Extra gravy or that spark that, you know, he might just produce a magical moment at any time. And, I feel like he could do that on free kicks too, honestly. I, I just – all last season, I always got nervous every time Pablo would take a, a long-range strike. I'd be like, oh, here goes another uh, up in the 20th row. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. He's he's going to hit one of them one day, and then we'll forgive him. It's, it's just like a Tate Schmidt's uh, penalty. It's still coming back from space. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up that I – it just – the way it all ended felt a little bit sour was the parter of David Ochoa. Um, yeah, yeah. There was a second there where he just looked like he was our guy and he he's young. And I thought we had a goal for the future. He was getting call-ups from the national team. It's just weird. I don't know if, if it was just something in his personal yeah. life, he needed a change. Something happened. In his, I don't know. What are, what are your guys' Quite- thoughts on that? Quite frankly, I thought, like, he was really good, like, very solid keeper, but Ego definitely got to his head for how young he was and how good yeah. he was. And well. there was just always rumblings about him not training completely hard or just, like, mm-hmm. getting mad at, like, certain players for certain things or just not trying hard at the end of the day. So, eventually it just became between the players and then up to the coaches that they were just all having – total beef with him so they honestly just had to move on from him yeah 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 i i, I agree with that like what, what, what we saw in the, in the playoff game against seattle and then KC a few years back like he, he was absolutely a stud like he, he was a brick wall and blocking those pks and then the following season seeing him having to part it was kind of sad but it's 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 a business so he wasn't respecting other players so yeah we had to see him depart yeah no players bigger than the club i think that's a good kind of thing to hold ourselves to is not letting these guys think that they can dictate things just because they might know that they're a lot better than some of these other guys. Yeah. Yeah. 
and McMath's come in and done his thing, so can't really complain. Yeah, he's actually first goalie ever in RSL history to play every minute in the regular season. So surprising, oh, wow. like Ramondo never did yeah, that or anything. That's crazy. So yeah. that was a big I, ask for him. I kind of hope that Gomez gets at least some minutes, just because you don't want to see him just right in the bench all season. But yeah. but it's awesome to see McMath get get his time and his recognition and all those all those clean sheets. Yeah, yeah, and with the the new cup competition that we, we got a group announced for recently, um, I think those are good times to give guys like Gomez and maybe some of the younger guys that don't get in consistently in the league, it, it would be good to get some opportunities from some of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that, that tournament this, this summer, I'm super excited for just the the emergence of Liga MX. Yeah, and no, I, MLS. I can't wait. It'll be fun to just have another thing to compete for. It's it's, it's super exciting to get back out there, and just, I can't wait for the season in general to get started. It's one I, I can't believe it's taken this long to do a tournament like this, but it's yeah. better late than never. Better late than never. Exactly. Honestly, it's finally here, though. Then we can finally debate <laughs> about which country is better. I mean, obviously which country is better? Our national <laughs> team is better, but of, of course we had to be put up with uh, Seattle in our group, but we'll, we'll, we'll knock them out. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember our group. I'm pulling it up right now. I can't remember it uh, off the top of my head. Seattle and Mon- Monterey. Oh, yeah. And Monterey is who beat us in the final of yeah, and the, the Tonga Cat Champions League. I think it's uh, Pachuca and then LAFC are the two teams that have the buys because they both got firsts in their respective leagues. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited for that. The season in general is just a lot of positivity with all these young guys coming forward. Um, I think we saw a lot of like the older guys get things a lot of the guys we left. Um, so it'll, mm-hmm. be, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, it, it's going to be, it's going to be a good season. Um, uh, last thing. Um, I'm not sure if you guys saw this at Rio Tinto in the, the South end, they totally knocked out all of the seats where the supporters are. So they're making us be like a standing section, like kind of like LAFC in Austin. Yeah, no, it'll be super excited or super exciting to see that come. Um, I think those standing sections are always bringing a good atmosphere and kind of just mm-hmm. showing yeah, what soccer's all involved, about. Honestly, exactly. Honestly, cheaper tickets too because you aren't paying for a seat. So yeah. budget ticket probably go stand over there for pretty cheap, which is nice, <laughs> yeah. and just yeah. get a fully different experience. Honestly, yeah. get rowdy. Yeah, make noise. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping just by doing that small thing, like taking the seats out of the south end zone, making a standing room, just builds like that, making it a fortress again back at the riot. Yeah, we that's that's one thing we just need to focus on is that that home record is just making that our place where you don't come there and get an easy game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All righty. Well, I think that's it from us today. Thank you guys all for listening. We will be here every Sunday on the RSL Sunday podcast. Just make sure to tune in. Follow all of us on our respective social medias. We'll have them linked with our accounts. And, yeah, just thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Dumb.
TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school. So check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.